<laughs> taking this dump, and there's no fucking toilet paper in there. No toilet paper oh. anywhere. Like, I get up and kind of, you know, do, like, a crab walk <laughs> to the fucking, like, Were you uh, to seat? grab... What's that? You were robotting the seat? <laughs> I was robotting the seat. Oh, I didn't have enough time to fucking guys, put toilet do guys, paper. Do you guys always robot the seat? Or do you do you put paper I put, up? If I'm in public, I put I put paper. paper. Oh, I robot yeah. it all the time. Jared I robot it. I can't squat. I'm not going to take the time to like lay it out. I just plop down. Yeah. So when you say you didn't have time, you didn't have time as far as the shit goes? Or you yeah. Like, yeah. You know, you're, like you're literally like running to the yeah. toilet. Yeah, buzzer it was pretty beater, much like that. Style. Yeah. Buzzer beater style, exactly. Okay. Hi, this is Chandler Pietro, And this is Jared Galatos. And this is the Wrigleyville Bros Podcast. All right, Parker, welcome to the show. Parker is so good to hey have you. guys, all right. Great to be here. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, no problem. We're, we're glad you're here. So how you been? What you been up to? Man, just uh, same old, same old nonsense, you know, uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, just living the good life. You know how it is. Yeah. Making ends meet. Um, living in Chicago, just kind of doing my thing. Yeah, Wrigleyville. Wrigleyville, yep. Hello, Wrigleyville, bro. Yep, walk yep. from our place. That's right. That's yeah. right. It's a shame we don't see each other more often. Yeah, we should. You come over more. Partners, have you eaten today? <laughs> I actually just ate dinner before I came over here. You eat the, only that? Is that the only thing you've eaten today? No, come on. You know me. I've had breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, come what'd on. you eat today? You want me to go through my yeah, routine? I eat the okay. same exact thing every single no day. No way. I have a protein bar, Greek yogurt, and a banana in the morning. After I get done working out, I'll have eggs and bacon and a protein shake. Fucking load up on that yeah. protein. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. And I go to work, get back from work, and eat some chicken or steak. Yeah. That's my... Dude, meats. that's some clean eating, dude. It's every day. Get no. used to it. And you it's don't really eat any nice. sweets? No oh, sometimes sometimes I'll make myself a nice little milkshake after dinner yeah. if I'm feeling it. Yeah. yeah, dude, you should see me and Jared's diet. It's just, it is not it's despicable, dude. <laughs> this guy comes up, it's six o'clock, he hasn't eaten yet, he throws in some Stouffer's, he's like, all right, that's dinner. I have, dude, <laughs> TJ, TJ will make something in the air fryer, and I'm like, hey, TJ, what you making? And he's like, Oh, I'm just making some tater tots or something. <laughs> like just some like and nobody I'm, eats well. Oh, it's man. it's oh. like five thirty. I'm like, well, I haven't eaten. Could I have some tea? And he's like, yeah, man. <laughs> I see. Uh, I see your guys' snap stories. Like you guys are fucking grinding at the gym. Like, can I swear? Yeah, yeah, yeah you can swear. Okay. Swear it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I see you guys like putting in an hour and a half of work at the gym, and then like I see Chandler's snap story. It's like all this fried food. Uh-huh. It's so he's got <laughs> like fucking chicken nuggets, tater tots. Nah, yeah. as, as long as you're getting strong, you're in college, yeah, you know. Dude. 
Good thing our metabolism still works hey, somewhat. Yeah, yeah, dude. It'd be brutal. Like, you know, if we were 40 years old, we'd literally just oh, be in a wheelchair. I'd be on my 500 pound life. <laughs> yeah, dude. That'd Feel be that. disgusting. It's tough. You guys got burrito Mexicano next yeah, time, too. I know you guys are once, broke. Once but... a week, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you can never mm-hmm. go wrong with a good burrito. Like, uh, any sort of Mexican food, you just can't go wrong. Text yeah. Brett Thomas right now. Ask him how many nights a week we would have burrito Mexicano. He would say probably six nights a week. Six nights a week. We would, you know, do our activities and then get tacos. Who BT is for the people that don't know. The people that don't know BT, he is the OG of Roosevelt. He is an absolute goon. Yeah, he is. Dude, that guy, he looked like Jim Carrey in uh, Dumb and Dumber. Um, Dude, he's one of the funniest dudes. Like, just. What a character. Yeah. He, he lived with him. You have to know very, yeah, very genuine guy. Absolute character. Keeps to himself, but opens up, opens up to the people that Got he likes the most. Views. He'll blow up on oh, you yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's, uh, what are a few things you can tell us about BT? Uh, it's weird living with him. Or do you got any goofy stuff? What's um, he's done? Within good taste. <laughs> man, living with BT, man, it's like living with a cat, you know, because, <laughs> you, you know, you get you get home, and he's there just kind of chilling out, minding his own business, and, you know, he asks you, you want to pop on a movie? It's like, of course. So, you know, you got to <laughs> just, you know, maybe – Give him a little bit here and there, but other than that, he doesn't really, you know, Throw bother you. Like uh, a pet here. Yeah, or yeah, right, right. Maybe, you know. He's <laughs> uh, just a fly on the wall. Yeah, you, you know, know, he, notice he does what his own his, thing. What, how did he, how is his eating habits? <laughs> his eating habits, I'm sure, was worse than you guys. Um, <laughs> oh, about six Coca-Colas a day. Um, he'd have his Dunkin' Donuts in the morning. I would have my Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. I'd bring him a donut, to be honest Parm with you. Parm loves Dunkin'. I do love Dunkin'. Yeah. That was my fucking thing. You think thing. he brushes his teeth in the morning after that? <laughs> <laughs> I would be guilty of fucking brushing my teeth, eating like three donuts, going to practice, throwing in a fucking dip, and then yeah. wrecking my gums. Brushing your teeth you know. just to throw in a hog. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Okay, so um, what, are, what are your go-to uh, food places here in Wrigleyville? Ooh, um, I've really uh, gotten fond of uh, Rocks Rock. on Broadway. Oh, yeah. It's a little here. pricey. They are really COVID-heavy there. I guess you can't even dine indoors anymore, oh, but yeah. they got a great burger there. Um, is it a $15 burger, one of those? It's things? one of those burgers, it's yeah. Is it a thick one? Is it yeah. worth it? Oh, it's worth it. That's why I go there, you yeah. know. I mean, Are, you get fries there? What's oh, yeah, the fries, fries yeah. yeah. Great fries. You know, usually I'll get a nice beer. Yeah. They got a good selection of beer there. Yeah. Um, I'd say Rocks is my go-to right now. What's um, your 3 a.m. Wrigleyville go-to? Oh, still Burrito Mexicano. Yeah. You'll make oh, yeah. your way down there? 100%. Well, you know, I mean, if you're out at 3 a.m., you're on Clark. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to Burrito Mexicano. Yeah. That's so. a given. All right. So, for those of you who don't know, we know Parker from Roosevelt Baseball. This is how we uh, found, about, found out about old Par Dizzle. And he is our friend, but he is uh, also probably a top five Roosevelt baseball player in the history of the program. Easily, Could be argu- arguably uh, top three. So um, we're gonna that. we're gonna go over uh, a couple of stats and talk about some uh, things that are just crazy. Okay, so sophomore year you bought, you batted three seventy two. Um, freshman year you didn't have a good year. Do you want to talk about like? What, what was the, from freshman year to sophomore year, what was that jump? Yeah, freshman year I came in uh, just, I mean, as a scared freshman, to be honest with you. Um, 
I didn't really want to play baseball that much. Uh, I got to college and I really liked the group of dudes that I was around. You know, the same guys that you know I had around senior year as well. Uh, I was just having so much fun with them and goofing off a little bit too much that baseball just became a side gig for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to say I was focusing on school either. I was just <laughs> focusing on being a jag. Yeah. So um, there was really just a summer going into sophomore year where uh, I look back at the stats and everything. I was like, man, I had a really bad year. Like, you know, this shouldn't be how it is. Um, so worked hard getting that summer going into sophomore year and uh, got back on track, you know. Yeah. And then um, can you talk about sophomore year? Like, were you just locked in the whole year? Was it a struggle? Like, what was the deal with that? I was locked in the whole year. At, at the beginning, uh, you know, I really had to fight for my position. So that helped me uh, really grind it out. Um, yeah, it, it, was, it was a lot different sophomore year. I was a lot more broke. So there was no uh, extracurricular activities, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'd get, get done with practice or a game and, you know, you'd just go back to the apartment and uh, just chill out. Um, and really the one thing that I learned was not to take the game home with me, uh, you know, so I wouldn't want to be, you know, thinking about baseball when I was at the apartment, but, um, I, it was just overall just a better experience that year, really. Yeah. So did you watch, are you a big, like, baseball nerd? Like, did you watch, like, YouTube videos on baseball and stuff, or was it more about, oh, whatever I did at the field, I'm not going to think about? Um, I watched, like, a little bit of videos i guess like on instagram you know that would like pop up in your search explore feed feed. yeah i watched some of that but i've never been big on like um swing mechanics i've always thought like your swing is your swing you know you roll with it you can make a few tweaks and adjustments here and there but um uh what was the other part that you asked um i can't even remember (laughs) (laughs) yeah man it's Um, all right but yeah no i I didn't really watch too much video or anything like that. Yeah. Not that there's much to have access to at Roosevelt either, especially yeah. yourself. You know, there's yeah. nothing. So to think about. you just got to trust that you're doing the right thing. Okay. And then um, junior year, so broke your hand, right? Uh, I broke my finger, yeah. Finger? Yeah. What's the deal with that? Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, I got beaned, and um, I knew it was broke right away, and it fucking sucked. I, I thought I could just play through it. I played the rest of the series, and I went to see a doctor, and he's like, yeah, dude, like, you got to sit out or, and, you know, get in this cast, or else your finger is, there's a good chance that, like, the top half of it gets amputated. The bone was, like, sticking out. It was actually kind of fucked up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so Do you so remember, I, like, do you remember, the, like, the pitch vividly? Uh-huh, I do. up and up and in? Or yeah, something? I do. It was up and in. I ducked my head. My hands didn't get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. just right on it. Uh, right on it, yeah. The funny thing about it is that it was after a night of drinking, and I never, ever, ever go to practice or a game hungover. I don't drink or anything before a game or practice. That particular day, it fell after St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. So I was. It happens. Yeah, I was hungover, and I always just thought that the baseball gods just punished me, and fair enough, you know. So yeah. I set out for six weeks that year, and. Um, uh, luckily enough, I was able to play in our playoffs. That was cool. Yeah. I know uh, Skip always told me that uh, he couldn't wait to get you out of there because you were just yapping. <laughs> you were a big chirper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who, who were the big chirpers that year? Hutch came into the program that year, Jake Hutchinson. So he was alongside with me. It was us two 
we're dealing out most of the damage, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> you were getting in the first baseman's head? Oh, the first baseman's head. You guys are just chirping Rent free. Rent free, baby. Belly rubs. Tummy rubs. <laughs> yep, yep. Do you remember what team it was? That Do you remember the series at all? Like, Do you, do you remember the team? That, that broke your finger? Yeah, I do. He was actually a teammate of mine that summer. Really? Yeah, uh, it was against St. Xavier. Oh, uh, no. And I had to play baseball with him the whole summer. I mean, he was a great dude. Like, obviously, he didn't do it on purpose. He mm-hmm. just got away from him. But it was funny. Of course, I let him know that he ruined my season. Would <laughs> <laughs> oh, he always tell you, like, sorry? Or Pretty really? much. Oh, yeah, oh, my bad, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's a cool, cool guy. Yeah, that's good. All right, and then uh, senior year, dude, you just went on a tear. A tear. So we'll, we'll go over the stats, and then we'll talk about it. So senior year, you batted 346. With 43 RBIs, a 590 slugging percentage, with a 446 OBP, 13 doubles, 18 or eight triples, which led the NAIA. How you doing? And three <laughs> late and three taters with 14 taters. out of 15 stolen bags. And you won a Gold Glove in conference with two Player of the Week titles. Um, you want to talk about how locked in you Did were? Did you just or? read off Mike Trout's stats? Yeah, like, what, what, you guys even what the hell? Big, big, were you just doing speed before the game? Yeah. What's going big on? difference when you get it to be a senior in CCAC pitching. Yeah, you know, you guys You've seen it before. It's just repping now. It's like CCAC pitching is nothing, you know. Yeah. Hey, Gallinos can be at the top of CCAC, and one day I wouldn't be able to hit off Gallinos. That's for sure. Oh, and he's yeah. a senior. <laughs> But you'll see these guys like Chandler when they're senior year, they'll be putting up those stats as well. Uh, so I hope so. Oh, man, we got the fun. we got the front row seat to that. I remember Dude. watching all those games and whenever you would come up to bat, your walk up song <laughs> is the best thing ever. Yeah. So his walk up song was the Heads Will Row remix. Yeah. And he had the best part to uh, it. And that's the part. Uh, that, dude, that part is just absolutely electric. You could be losing by 10, but if you yeah. hear that, you're just like, all right, dude, I got to go. Sometimes, sometimes you need that. Like, you're, it's so cold. It's 38 degrees. Mm-hmm. You're down 10 to nothing, but par dogs up. And we're all <laughs> dancing. And we're like, you're down by 10 runs. Skip's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, we're like, we're all like, yeah. Fortunately, uh, that happened a lot that season. We were down ten to nothing. Yeah, but, and then I mean, I mean, but like it's still kind of for me, like as a freshman, like not getting to play as much. I remember one time there was a ball in the outer half. You just literally your bat like just flows to the ball, and it lives three eighty five or whatever it is in the bank, just a piss missile straight. And I'm watching the ball, and I'm literally looking at it like. What the fuck am I looking at? Like, yeah. this ball is not getting out. And the center fielder turns around and it just sneaks out. And I'm like, oh, that's my, the, oh, the dude, one that was dead fuck, center? Dude, he had a fucking oh, missile. It was 10 feet <laughs> was off tater. the ground. And we're, I literally, I couldn't fucking say a word. I was just like, holy hell, dude. dude. Skip said he's never seen anyone in Roosevelt, like, do that. Hmm. Like, you were, like, the first one he's ever seen anyone, like, dead center. Yeah, dude, I don't know what it was, but you're just fucking... Locked in. I don't know if it was the speed or what. The speed. Yeah. You're doing steroids or something, man. Yeah, you gotta check the NAI. You know, or, you know me. I love the fucking deadlifts. The yeah, deadlifts in the bench, baby. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's very loose with their drug policy. <laughs> 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 That's fun. Um, all right, and then we're gonna talk about one of those player. Uh, we found your stats actually for um, one of those player of the week. We're gonna read those off here. So. 
You had in a one, two, three, four, five, six game span, 24 at bats, 13 hits, seven runs, four doubles, a triple, 10 RBIs, four walks, four stolen bases, and four attempts. Um, with a batting average of 542. My goodness. A slugging average My of 792. Uh, do you remember this week? It was against TIU. Yeah, TIU for go two. Figure TIU. Robert Morris for two, and then Judson for two. I do remember that week. That was the week after Easter. And I can remember Easter Sunday. I went home, and I was hanging out with my dad all day. I don't know if we were watching baseball or not, but I was like thinking about baseball all day, which kind of contradicts what I said earlier about not bringing. Yeah. I didn't bring my game home with me, but I was just thinking about baseball. Yeah, I was just in yeah. Yeah. I was just swinging a bat all day, like just this big ass bat that I have, just walking around the yard, living it up. It was a beautiful day. And I knew that once I got back to school, that was the last run of baseball that I'll ever have. So I really, from that day on, just fucking strapped it in and got to work, really. Um, I, so I, I do remember that streak that I went on. I do. Yeah. And, like, what, what did it feel like going through that? Was it, like, sometimes I feel the best time I've ever been playing baseball, I don't give a shit like mm. i'll literally you don't just, notice it i'm standing in the outfield i might yeah. be four for four that day but i'm just like, i'm having fun but i'm literally like in this whole like other state mm-hmm. and then when i get back up in the plate i'm like all right let's go so will you tell us yeah. kind of like your perspective no you you hit it on the head with that um that's exactly how it is when i i've noticed that like when i go out to the field and, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, I'm one for three right now. I'm going to have another at bat. I don't want to go one for four. Yeah. You know, like when you're thinking like that, then you're going to go one for four, you know. Like like you said, if you're four for four, you're not even thinking like, damn, I'm four for four right now. That's awesome. Like, yeah. I think that comes with like not being content, but also just like enjoying where you're at, you yeah. know. Um, so, yeah, it just, I mean, you guys know how it is. Baseball's yeah. fun, like if you make it. Yeah. And then and then I think part of the we didn't even talk about I think your fielding percentage or whatever was like 992 that year. So when you're swinging it, I feel like it makes you feel like you just your balls are so big, like you're so you just and you're a center fielder. So and I'm also an outfielder so I can relate to it at like some degree, but do you think hitting like a a beast like just helps your confidence playing defense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you hit yeah. You know, you hit a double or some shit, and you walk out there, you know, you're like, well, I'm going to take away that guy's double. Yeah. You know, like, fuck that dude that just hit one into the gap. Like, no, that shit's mine. Yeah. You know, without a doubt. Yeah. 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 Without a doubt. When you're swinging dog, it good. Red dog, red dog, red red dog baby. Let's fucking get no it. No fly zone. <laughs> no fly zone. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Start shouting shit out more. and Yeah. yeah. Starting yeah. having fun. Mm-hmm. Yelling over at T. Hey, tell me... Uh, <laughs> Uh, what were some of the conversations you and Zach Taylor had in left field and center? <laughs> I hope none of our pitchers are listening to yeah, this. Right? That had I'm a big sure part of that year. <laughs> um, a lot of the conversations had to do with them not throwing strikes, and Jesus Christ, that was just a fucking nuke that was hit off. <laughs> us. Oh my! That was yeah. pretty much the extent of our conversations out there. Yeah. Do you remember when you told T we were in? I think it was Indiana. And this guy hits like um, hits a ball that's basically on the fence, 
and you're like running for the ball, and T's like under it, and he and he, and he what, I forgot what you said. He was like running at the fence, and you were like, "You got room, you got room." But T had no like one step to the fence, and he like smashes into the fence. And, like, he somehow still caught the ball. Like you, you. He was like Parker told me I had room, and I, I had one step, and I smashed the fucking fence. Like, I do that's remember what he that. Told me. Yeah, I do remember that. Oh my god. Yeah, I was oh probably god. in a really good mood that day, and just really wanted to see like some funny <laughs> shit. <Yeah>. Like that. <laughs> oh Regardless god. if he caught the ball or not, it was gonna be funny to see him just oh go face god. first into oh the wall. Dude, the same game, the same game. They hit a ball, and you were like, "Come on, T, you gotta get it in, T, you gotta get it in, T." And he overthrows our second baseman because. He was like, you were calling me to hurry. I thought he was going for two. And he overthrows the second Oh, base. my God. I do remember that. Yeah. I remember. Oh, my God. That guy, literally, he was such a dick sometimes. But, like, the funniest guy, when you just think of, like, a person as a character. I remember me, T, and Lou. Like, we are going to Kentucky, wherever the hell we were for spring. And we, me, T, and Lou were all in the same, like, bed. So Lou, for those of you who don't know, is like the nicest guy ever, but just kind of like keeps to himself, like old, like an old reserved kind of dude. And T is just a fucking goofball. And um, for me, it's just uh, we're just hanging out with T. And um, he T goes, dude, put on fucking Twilight. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I'm a freshman, T's a senior, and T is like so like dominant, and I'm just like, you're an idiot, bro. Well, I'm not watching Twilight when I go to sleep. And Lou looks at me and just goes, like giggles, and I'm like, oh. Lou. I, I look at him like, fuck man, I'm in too deep. Like me and T are about to like go at it right now. Like, and then T just starts barking out laughing. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about, freshman? And he yeah. rips the fucking remote out of Lou's hand and puts on Twilight. Man, and we Lou. watched Twilight going to sleep, bro. It was awesome. He was laser focused in yeah. on that Twilight. <laughs> he wanted it. That's funny. I never heard about that. That's funny. I'm surprised yeah. that didn't get brought up on the bus. Yeah. Speaking oh. of the fucking bus, dude, some of those trips. Oh, the my gosh. Bus. Yeah, tell us, tell us some of your highlights. How about bus, bus driver Ken? But, oh, oh, my God. God. You tell bus, us about bus, bus driver Ken. Bus driver Ken. We were actually... It's funny that you say T. Me, T, and uh, Brett, BT, were just talking about him yesterday. And how throughout the trip, he just got progressively worse and worse. Because we would start shouting more shit. He would start swerving a little bit more. He would be purposely missing exits because he wanted to get this food and not the other food that Marky wanted. Yeah. Bro, Bus Driver Ken was one of a kind. He is an absolute character because, like, I'm pretty sure, like, that he was not supposed to be certified to drive a bus. No. Because, like, you could rattle him so easily. Like, when our assistant coach got up, like, on the oh, bus, he was like, you gotta sit down, they're gonna arrest me. <laughs> like, you gotta sit down. Oh, our, assi- our assistant coach stood up for, like, a second. He was like, like alright, I'll sit down, Ken, I'll sit down. Yeah. Dude. And then, and then Skip was like, can. he was like, you can't be yelling at my guy like that. Dude. Yeah. Skip was like, yelling at him. Like Skip, that. yeah, Skip started having a real short fuse with that guy. Yeah. He, he was actually getting pissed. All of us were, like, dying. Yeah. And I think it makes it funnier when you're <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Skip's like, Skip's serious about it. We're all 
giggling. mad. And we're all just laughing at him. Oh, Do you God. remember the end of the trip? Like, we were maybe, like, 20 minutes from Roosevelt. And he's, like, merging lanes. And Skip's yes. like, Ken, do you need me to drive? And he's like, you can't drive the bus. <laughs> he told Skip, you can't drive the bus. <laughs> Dude, I remember. I think, I think all of us, there was probably 25 dudes in the first three rows of the bus at that point standing up, hovering over, looking out just to make sure we weren't all going to die at that yeah. point. Like, you guys gotta sit down. And, and it's like, fucking hot. <laughs> you're like nauseous. Dude, I remember it was 10 hours or whatever the drive is, and I'm about to throw up. Like, it's the last, <laughs> like, there's the last two hours, I literally was like, that feeling you have, like, not where you know you're gonna throw up, but you're like, like, at some point tonight I'm throwing yeah. up, mm-hmm. but like, when is it gonna be happening? Yeah. So I'm just like, Praying to fucking anything that I don't vomit. I'm like, so I'm laying like across a chair. I literally told somebody, I'm like, you gotta get out of here. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like pale. You gotta clear the way. I'm like, you gotta leave. And Skip's like, I'm close to Skip. He's like, you're all right, Chan. And I'm like, I'm like, Skip has no idea. I'm just like, like can't even talk. And I'm like, you gotta tell fucking Ken to figure out how to drive because he's swerving, he's swerving, and I feel like shit. I'm like. And then fucking Ken's like, you're all right, Megan. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And then I, I did throw up. I threw up when we got to the, we're standing in there. And I like not run off the bus, but I like pretty urgently walk. Like somebody was fucking standing in front of me. And I remember I was like, go. Like I, I couldn't <laughs> go, even be go, mean. Go. I was just like, go. go. I was just like, go. And then I threw up in the, the bushes. Oh, God. Um. You want to tell us uh, why you got the nickname Pardump? Pardump? Yeah. Um, Pardump. Oh, fucking Pardump. Yeah, that was the same. Uh, I uh, freshman, freshman year bus trip down to Florida. You know, you're eating McDonald's and all this shit. You got to take a dump, right? Yeah. So there's no dumps on the bus. I ran into a McDonald's once we got out. <laughs> and I'm taking this dump. And there's no fucking toilet paper in there. No toilet paper anywhere. Like, I get up and kind of, you know, do, like, a crab walk to the fucking, like, uh, to grab. What's that? You were robotting the seat? I was robotting the seat. I didn't have enough time to fucking put toilet paper. Do you guys always robot the seat? Or do you you put paper on? If I'm in public, I put paper on. I robot it all the time. I robot it. I can't squat. I'm not going to take the time to, like, lay it out. I just... Plop down. Yeah. So when you say you didn't have time, you didn't have time as far as the shit goes? Or you yeah, like, yeah. you know, you're... Like, you're literally, like, running to the yeah. toilet. Yeah, it was pretty much like that. Yeah. Style. Buzzer beater style, exactly. Okay. Um, so then I look for some paper towels to wipe off. There's no fucking paper towels. So I'm sitting there in the stall, like, <laughs> just like holy shit, up. like, what do I fucking Sloppy do? So, like, yes. I'm calling some of the teammates. None of them are answering. Finally, like, my coach calls me. It's like, dude, where are you? You're 10 minutes late for this bus. I'm like, I'm in the bathroom, like, come grab me some toilet paper. <laughs> and good old freshman Pardog gets on the bus and gets made fun of the rest of the trip. That was after I had gotten bus sick for 12 hours and had oh been my You're not a bus guy at all. Not a bus you're guy. A freshman, not a bus guy. Right, so your freshman year, you... Oh, dude, you gave me a motion sickness pill, I remember, yeah. after because I gave felt like shit. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Always take those. Yeah, bro. They, not no, a bus guy. I have guys. to take those I'm not a bus guy. Uh-huh. 
I, my ears will pop and I'll go nuts oh, and I'll yeah. have like the motion sickness pill. Yeah, yeah. that's worse. Especially being encapsulated on a plane like that. Oh, uh, dude. No, I'm like not there's nothing you can do. Like I, I've only flown like I guess technically once, but it was like I, I don't know. It's like a round trip, so I don't know if you count that as one time flying. Oh, yeah. For you. It was it was actually just recently. It was like two summers ago. I went to California and I've never been on a plane before. And I was like, we saw these tickets and they were like the lowest prices like they've ever been on like Southwest. You got on Spirit? No, dude, we got on Southwest mm-hmm. Airlines. Oh, Southwest. Spirit. <laughs> so we, we got a round trip. We round trip was three hundred dollars. Wow. So like that's like a crazy deal yeah. for people who like don't travel. Like that's a crazy deal to go to California. Yeah. So usually it's like three hundred dollars. Like you should see it just now. go in there. Yeah. You should see it now. With yeah. The COVID. Uh, <laughs> Probably right. twenty bucks. Yeah, so it was three hundred dollars, and I'm like. I, I like heights, but like I don't like heights like that high. Like I yeah. like roller coasters. Like, but, like I, I don't like some yeah. roller like, coasters. When, like if you see like the scenic view at something like pretty, pretty like yeah. it looks nice. But like once you start getting high and you're like, I'm worried about my day, like mm. being fucking falling down. Dude, right? I didn't expect. Um, like I'm like just sitting there and like my buddy's like, Are you nervous? And I was like, Nah, I'm like not nervous. Dude, like the plane like starts moving. Like they don't tell you how fast it goes. Like when it's about yeah. to take off, like it just goes like, yeah. and it, like shoots you back in the seat. And you're like, oh. <laughs> I, cl- I was like closing my eyes. I was like, oh. Yeah. I was like getting nervous. Intense, Dude, it like, starts man. going up and you're like, oh, and your yeah. ears start popping. Yeah. Like, once you're at like the cruising altitude, like if you don't mind the turbulence, like flying is nothing. I flew when I was like six. And so I didn't know, like, I, I like didn't remember that or whatever. And then my junior year, we went to Florida and I remember there was, we had nuts turbulence. Like, and I remember I didn't, I I've heard of turbulence, but I didn't like feel it ever. Mm. And we're shaking like motherfucking crazy. And I'm looking at the dude next to me. And I'm like thinking I gotta call my mom right now. Like, hey, like, were you by yourself? No, we were like, I was with my team, but like, oh, I was, like okay. yeah, my baseball team. Okay. Sorry. And then I like looked over at my buddy, and I'm like, oh my god! And he's like, dude, it's turbulence. And I was like, fucking. <laughs> but not, I, I wasn't like, like frantic, but I was like, oh, like, like oh, the plane's going down. Yeah, <laughs> the plane, yeah. You start freaking out. I as was a like, kid. Jesus. You start scaring the other passengers. Yeah. And then, dude, when you're up there, I was thinking. I was like, no way I would survive this. Like, look how high Yeah, I'm you're there. just like, how do like, you know, mm-hmm. Dude, how would anybody? Like, you hear about people, like, surviving crashes? Like, yeah. how would anybody survive a crash? You gotta have a great like, pilot, that's for sure. What scenario? Like, do you, what? You're just cramped up in the bathroom, open, like, <laughs> yeah. nothing, what you nothing gets you. <laughs> like, what's your reaction? <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're sitting in your fucking You chair. come out of the bathroom, you're like, why aren't we flying anymore? Yeah. Dude, you're like <laughs> coming down. Know. You like see you like see the plane coming down and then dude, I feel like I would just fuck, 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 fuck. Can you oh my god, can you imagine just taking a dump? The plane oh. starts going down, I go like, out of the seat and you'd be like, oh <laughs> all the poop oh, it's just hitting you in the ass. <laughs> it's a splat. If you get up, it's gonna go everywhere, so you gotta plant. You gotta plant there and just kinda hold it. Oh, okay. your ass wear it all, that's funny. Alright, let's rain it in, let's rain it in a little bit. Okay. Um, we got a couple stories we want to ask you about. Um, Frankie Perino asked um, to ask you about the cheese story with T. The cheese story. Yeah, so um, our friend T was really, uh, let's say, drunk. <laughs> he was <laughs> hammered. He was hammered. <laughs> he was, yeah. Um, and he was, so he had the munchies, and he was just fucking going at our whole cabinet, 
Our whole cabinet <laughs> got depleted. Like Sucking there was there was up. no food. There was no candy left. There was no potato Did you chips. Have, like a good amount. Or? Bread had a good amount. I mean, it's bread. He had a good amount of candy. Okay. He cleaned out bread. He cleaned out bread oh, stash. He cleaned my. out my potato chip stash, um, Gatorades, all that. So he's looking around. He's like, "Fuck! What else can I eat?" He sees Kraft single cheese in no my fridge, way. like twenty of them. He eats twenty things of cheese. Twenty. 20. Bro, that's the next day, that smelly boy. I I know, I, I and he proceeded to drink the same that. beer that we were drinking out of that same night. Warm beer. <laughs> Some warm stale beer. Warm oh beer. my. Yeah, God. fucking disgusting. He, I don't think he's eaten cheese ever since that Did night. Did he tell to be you about the shit after that? Uh, yeah. I he told me how messed up his stomach was and just how. <laughs> hey, when you when you drink, yeah, because most disgusting those on fire. Do they, they not just like? turn black. Really? Like, they're supposed to melt, and they yeah. just turn black. Ugh. God, yeah. That makes yeah. 20 of Disgusting. Those. That's fucking gross, dude. Yeah. I don't even like putting two on grilled cheeses. Yeah, it's just I too just much cheese. One. Dude, was he melting them on shit? No, he was just he eating that shit straight. Was, like, was he laying down or something? <laughs> my brother could eat a whole thing. He was kind of laying down. Um, and he was just money. It was like, it, you know how it is. Uh, like that cheese. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, if you're I mean, hungry, you're hungry. It, I mean, like, once you like, start eating something, yeah. it, you just aren't going to stop until yeah. you fall asleep. And yeah. he was at our place, so he wasn't falling once asleep anytime soon. Oh, my God, yep. dude. And yep. you blew up your bathroom in the morning. Well, he didn't sleep at our place, thank oh, God. He walked oh, home. Oh, he said it was the longest <laughs> walk of his life. It was like five <laughs> minutes. He doesn't drink too often, you know. Mm-hmm. Drink yeah. too often. Yeah. So... Uh, was he was very too hot. He was very drunk. Oh yeah. my goodness. Okay. Um, also, we heard that you were legit a homeless person your junior year. <laughs> I was a homeless person for like a week or two. I, I thought it was a great idea to start my lease September first, and school starts August August twenty sixth. Like yeah. yeah. Like so that's a week right there where you know you're out of a place. You know you got to be here every day for baseball and school. So I was just yeah just. Wearing the same shit every single day, going to class. and uh, Where were you staying? I was staying at Brett's. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was staying at Brett's, and uh, I think there was another, like, maybe in the UC at Matt Moreira's place. And you were I just think. wearing the same shit. Wearing the same Dude, shit that's every a day. Grind. You didn't yeah. go that's back and do your stuff or anything? No, no, you know, no. it was the first week of college, so, yeah. you know, you're, or, you know, junior year, so you were pumped, you know? Yeah. I, that's why Parker puts puts up good numbers. He was driven. Yeah. <laughs> he was wearing the same clothes. He, he wanted to play baseball. Oh. <laughs> so, also, I heard you didn't shower for 30 days this quarantine. Right. What the fuck? That's right. Yeah. That's why. I was lucky enough to be up at my cabin. Yeah. Um, for two months over quarantine so the whole quarantine and when you're up there i've gone up there for a week or two at a time and i've never showered when i'm up there yeah uh it can just, you shower there oh you can yeah we have a bathroom that it's has a regular water. oh yeah yeah it's, it's got not, good water. you don't have to like like heat the water <laughs> it's, it's a very like, simple so, process it's, it's just, so what's, yeah. what's it's the just deal? a shower you're, head you're just not sweating it's just I, a normal shower head right normal shower it's head, normal shower head. <laughs> uh no i wasn't sweating I had fresh air on me at all times, and I didn't think I smelled. I mean, I asked my dad every day. I asked my dad every day who was showering, hey, do I smell? Were you like doing And he's like, like no, like you're fine. Like an experiment or what? It just felt normal being up, you know, secluded in the woods. Not one time. Not one time you're like, I could go for a shower. Once like the 20th day hit, 
then it was like, yeah, I could go for a shower. Like it's yeah. time to shower. So, so I grinded it out for another like ten days, and then I was like, fuck it. Yeah, and I was like, fuck it. You should have documented it, bro. I should have. I got some pictures of myself. I look disgusting, to be honest. Yeah. Like, doesn't did you shave? Did you I didn't shave. No, I didn't shave. You just went fucking caveman. Pretty much. Yeah. Wore the same hat every single day. <laughs> I did. I did like wash my face with some water and run some water through my hair yeah, every morning. Yeah. So just to get the grease out. Yeah, yeah. Just oh. to get the bugs out. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Oh, Parker, you are one dirty motherfucker. I yeah, I, I know. Crazy. Hygiene is not at the top. I of my shower list. like twice a day sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even think about it. You shower normally, like, now, though, right? <laughs> I do. I, I mean, now that I got a job and shit, yeah. like, I gotta you shower, should. you know? Yeah, you should be showering. I should be showering. You should be around 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 you're around. Around. <laughs> Dude, that is, do you think you learned anything from that experience, or no? Um, you just think you were just... Yeah, playing? I think... Yeah, absolutely. That's a great, yeah. great learning point, is that if you're out in clean air, and, you know, you're not necessarily, like, rubbing yourself in dirt... You know, it might be a little bit of overkill to be shampooing your hair every single yeah. day. Wash. I'm not saying rub. I said no. I get what you you're saying. know, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you don't smell, you don't necessarily you're just going have all, to you, shower. Yeah, you were just going all natural for, dude. Yeah. I think it's a good experiment. Yeah. But I would still brush my teeth every day. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, keeping teeth yeah, would fall out after yeah. a month. I feel like. Yeah. But, okay. you know. What do you think after leaving baseball? Like, what do you think you learned the most from baseball? Hmm. Um, it's a good question. It's a really good question. Uh, I mean, I'm still around baseball every single day. Like, yeah. Literally seven days a week. Yeah. Um, but I guess that at some point people are just better than you. You yeah. know, you can tell yourself all that you want that like, if I work this hard and I put my mind to it, I'm going to be the best. And, you know, if I perform to my best ability, I'm going to be the best. And that's just not true. There's a lot. I mean, obviously, you know, you watch the major leagues and you're like, yeah, there's no shot I could ever hit that fastball. Mm-hmm. You know, but to our relative level, you think that you can always be the best. And that just wasn't the case. And I learned that stepping out of baseball is that yeah. there are just some absolute freaks in this game. And it's really amazing watching, like, you know, the World Series and shit like that. It's People have incredible talent that it's just – God given, you know, they worked hard. There's no doubt about yeah. it to be there, but just at a, some point, a different level. Yeah. Of like, and then um, you went to go play pro ball, right? Or mm-hmm. semi pro ball? Yeah. What, what was, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it was out in California. Um, I honestly, there was guys that were just a lot better than me. Mm-hmm. I didn't perform that where'd well you, out there. Where'd you go to play? It was in um, Palm Springs, California. And uh, what league was that? It was called the California Winter League. Yeah. Um, and, and how'd you play when you were there? I yeah, started out really good. Um, I actually got COVID out there, which is funny. Yeah. It was before anyone knew what COVID was. Really? So for two weeks, I was fucking sick as like shit. Like when? Like, like February? It or? was uh, end of January, beginning of February. So it was oh, like, yeah, so early. Yeah. Um, and when I got back, I actually like heard that COVID started in California. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I was playing with COVID out there, actually. You got the first taste. Got the first, first taste, taste of it, of yeah. Which but, I guess now I'm not immune to it, which kind of sucks. Yeah, but, that does suck. Uh, do you, do you have, uh, did you have any symptoms, or was it... Oh, I had, yeah. It was, you felt like shit? I felt like shit, yeah, yeah. I just had a complete 
you were in a daze all day, tired all day, your throat felt like shit, you felt like you had a fever. Was it like strep throat? Yeah. Like you yeah. had white shit and stuff? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it sucked. Stuff, I was not throwing up. No. No, no I was not Did throwing you, up. I know a lot of people talk about taste. Could you taste stuff? I could, but not like you I should. You didn't want to eat. Well, no, I, I actually did eat. Like I, nothing really stops me from eating. I could, I could be thrown up, but I'll still eat. Hard dog. (laughs) I'll still eat no matter what. But um, yeah, taste was down for sure. Was that the most sick you've ever been? Corona? No. No, you've been. Do you think you've been more sick? sick Yes, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Where? Like when? Oh, when I was flu. (laughs) (laughs) The bottle. Oh, definitely. Yeah. (laughs) There's been like nights, mornings where I actually think I'm gonna die. Yeah. Um. No, I think, like, when I was younger and shit, like, I've had stuff. Actually, I had a sinus infection a few years ago that that sucked. That was worse than COVID. Sinus infection? I think the most sick I've ever been. I'm trying to think. I got really sick in high school one time. It was sophomore year. And it was like, it was like I, I felt it coming on. You know how you can feel like, oh, like I'm going to get sick. Mm-hmm. Like you notice like one nostril yep. gets clogged. Yep. It was around like fall time. And I felt it and I was like, oh no. Because yeah. it was like, I believe it was in the middle of October. And I knew Halloween was coming up. And I was like, I cannot get sick. Like I need to like go out for Halloween. And I felt it in my one nostril. And then the next day I was like, it was both nostrils. And I was like, oh, like this is the start of it. So then like I still went to school. I was still doing all that stuff. And then, like, it just kept getting worse and worse. Like, the throat is the next thing that, like, my throat started getting real starchy and it felt, like, real scratchy. So then, like, I started staying home. And I, I was laying in my bed and, like, it just kept getting worse and worse. And, like, I was, like, just sitting there, like, just basically paralyzed. My nose was, like, running now at this point. And, like, I don't know what I had, but I was sick for probably, like, three or four days just, like, plastered to my couch. Yeah, dude. And then, like... And then, like, it, like, just goes away instantly. Mm-hmm. Like, like, sicknesses, like, I feel like you get over sicknesses, like, so quick. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird how the peak lasts so long, but then the come down is just, like, mm-hmm. you're just done like once when you're the peak sick, is over. Like, you, like, when you have, like, a stuffed nostril, you, you like, take for granted. Like, yeah. it's not, like, clogged up. Yeah. Oh, my God. I you're agree. Like, wow. You're telling me that now, dude. My allergies, like, mm-hmm. you should see. My allergies have been killing me. Finally, I today, I woke up. And I was fine, which was really nice. You were fine I was, today? I was. Like, I woke up this morning. Do you have my, ear thing? Like, I don't my, have ear. I get, like, ear. nose and, like, yeah, throat get, really yeah, bad. Yeah, I do that. But, like, my ears, like, are congested. Like, I can hear them, like, uh, hopping and shit. Is yeah. That, is that broken finger? Is that, like, your worst injury? Have you, or have you been, like... Um, have you ever, like, had, like, a worse broken bone or something? No, that was pretty much... Yeah, I think that's really the only injury I've ever had. Like I've, I did strain my lat before I went out to California. That sucked. The oh, fucking front squatting. Mm-hmm. I felt it on, like one of the reps mm-hmm. that my lat just strained. And then I was like, "Fuck it, I gotta finish the set." Mm-hmm. So I finished the set, put it back, and like I couldn't even breathe. Like yeah, strained it. So that was bugging me for a little bit. But that broken finger for sure. Was which which lat was it? Was it on my the right arm? one? Yeah. That's yeah. that's the worst because like. The lat is so, like, when you're yeah. throwing the ball and you're extending, the lat is, like, what gets through yeah. the ball. You use your lat for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, it was around Christmas time, so, like, you know, just so many activities and shit. And so many activities. <laughs> you're not taking care of your body anyway during that period, so, like, yeah. it just lingered, so. Um, and then um, we're going back to baseball a little bit here, but 
now that you've moved on to coaching, like, what do you think um, that you've learned, like, throughout coaching that you didn't know when you were a player? Um, the, it's amazing how much you learn about the game once you step away from it and you look at it in a different perspective. Um, giving hitting lessons is like, I'm like, I, w- I wish I would have gotten hitting lessons when I was a player, uh, because all the shit that I say, like I could use myself. Um, you know, I, I think just the way that as a coach, like you look for a hundred percent, like, you know, just perfection and if it's not perfect then you're gonna tell your player like hey this is how you do it like you know you got to go at it this way you got to take your lead off like this like why are you swinging at that pitch and that count you know the whatever um and as a player you don't really look at it like that you go out of pure instinct which is what you should do yeah at some point your instinct has to take over but at another point it's like you know i think players think that they know more than their coaches yeah and Especially, like, if the coach, like, played at the same level or below that level that you're going to play at or yeah. that you're playing at right now, they just think that, oh, I, I'm a better baseball player than you, so I know more than you. Yeah. You know? But that's – the thing that's, like, a problem with that is that, um, like, you can – fuck, I, I forgot what point I was going to say. I fucking – I had it. God damn it. <laughs> um, Did someone just take a shit in here? No, it's all. No, did you fart? I did not did fart. Farted? It smells like shit. <laughs> I didn't fart. It smells. What <laughs> shit? I think. Um, I think if, if I were like, cause I've never coached before, so like I've never had like that experience. Like Chandler has coached yeah, before, so if you guys want to talk about like maybe like that, like coaching, like experience. That's yeah. That's what I was gonna talk about. Fuck, I couldn't remember. Okay, so what? Like um, yeah, I was. My friend was actually, was like, hey, we need an umpire to, like, during COVID, like, I work for the Sox or whatever. She was like, we need an umpire. And then the guy called me. He's like, hey, you're a baseball guy, huh? And I'm like, yeah, I play baseball or whatever in college. And he's like, oh, okay, can you, like, come down for an interview? So I go over, do my interview or whatever. And then, so he, like, knows from my interview that I know baseball a little bit. He's like, do you want to coach a 11- and 12-year-old team? And I'm like, Sure. And then he's like, it's a softball team. And I'm like, what? I don't know. Like a, mm-hmm. like a softball team. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so anyways, we progressed through the year. And it was, like, the most fun I've had in a summer since, like, I can't even remember. Like, since I was a kid. Because it's like you're around these, like, kids, basically. And I'm teaching them so fucking much about the game. Because I had some girls that like, don't even know how to catch a ball. And then you got to teach them that. And then at the end of the year, like, they're actually starting to make plays and stuff. Like, that is, like, awesome it's to see. Yeah, yeah, dude, it really is. What do you what do you think about that? Yeah, 100%. Um, as far as, like, what is coach – sorry, I didn't even ask you a question. What does coaching what do you mean think? to you as far as an emotional standpoint of the game? Yeah, I, I think it brings the kid out of me for sure. I mean, it doesn't take much for me to act immature. Yeah, sure. I mean, you yeah. guys know me. Like, I'm always fucking – Goofing off. Goofing off, exactly. You know, uh, you know we all are, but – um, I mean, being around, you know, I, I coach, you know, nine to 14 year olds is what I coach right now. Um, you know, so that really, I mean, they're all immature. Like I, 
I can be a kid with them again on the field, you know, within reason. Uh, so, like you said, it is yeah. heartwarming for sure. Seeing, um, um, you know, a player that doesn't know how to catch, like you said, and, you yeah. know, you teach them how to catch. Like, right? the, it's de- awesome. like the development and yeah. stuff. It's like, it's they come in and, like, the one thing I did notice that I was coaching against, like, some dickhead coaches, to be honest. It's like, I feel like um, sometimes coaches aren't worried about, like, the the person like they're worried about like a player or whatever and like i think that's something i'm sure you deal with it's like sometimes you have to get to the kid in a different way than you would like maybe yourself because maybe you would need a kick in the ass but like this kid needs like hey like what happened here you know kind of deal do you want to talk about the um the maturity gap between like a nine-year-old kid and a fourteen-year-old kid, like going on to play high school baseball. Yeah. Like, what's the maturity mm-hmm. gap between and those coach two? and trying to coach? Yeah. Them? Oh, it's funny because I I said I coach nine-year-olds. I don't. The lowest that I've coached is elevens, but um, the gap between that it's funny. Eleven-year-olds are a lot more coachable than fourteen-year-olds. Fourteen-year-olds are, I mean, they're hitting puberty. They're going into high school, like you said, so they think that they have it all figured out. Uh, they all think that they're going D1. Yeah. Um, you know, you get some of them that are great kids that'll listen, and that's majority of them, but then you get other kids that, who are good at the game, mm-hmm. but just, you know, don't have, uh, I don't know if it's the right uh, at-home situation where they're just being fed nonsense of, hey, you know, do it your own, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it, I, I actually like coaching the younger guys better. Like yeah. 11 and 12s, it, it's a lot of fun coaching them. There's more energy on the field. Um, and they're kids, too. Like yeah. Once, once they get to, like, 14, 15, you're, like, kind of dealing with teenagers or whatever. When you're – it's so – their, like, emotions are gone their sleeves, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you see when they're pissed, when they're happy. You yeah. Know? Compared yeah. 14 and 15-year-olds, yeah, it might be more like pissed off. Right. Head. Yeah. There's, there's uh, more coaching for 11 and 12-year-olds as well. Yeah. A lot more, more coaching. Teach. Yep. Yeah. More development. And uh, I think, you know, that's what it's all about. Um, yeah. And yeah, like starting to love for the game. Too. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's a problem I saw too. Is like if you if the kids don't love like their coach and like their like parents. If the parents like, hey, here's your coach or whatever, and the parents, um, like, step off and let the coach develop that love for them. Like allow them to feel it instead of like, hey, like this is what we're gonna do. Like so drill sergeant. Yeah. It's like yeah. I feel like that's like making people not want to get into the game as much now, which mm-hmm. is kind of scary. Um, one thing that we were gonna, um, and the people that we asked, um, like we asked a couple of questions and they said, um, that you're always like one of the happiest and like funniest people and you're always upbeat. And we wanted to ask you, um, what do you do? Is this like something to do that? Like, are you, are you you always happy? happy Is that, that your energy or is it like, do you have to take time for yourself in order to bring that energy or Mm -hmm. what? What's Uh, that? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess I, I don't know. You're just, yeah, you're just pure that's just you. Mode? I guess, just man. Yeah. Pure bar dog. That's all you. Yeah. Just all that energy. I guess so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. I I just yeah. like to wear my heart on my sleeve and uh, you know make my friends happy and um, I I don't know. It, it just it's in my nature, I guess, to just have high energy and. Um, I definitely feed off my friends as well. You know, if I walk in somewhere and, um, you know, they're feeling down, then obviously, you know, I'm not going to 
really be upbeat yeah. too much, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's funny you guys say that. I, I really don't know. I don't go home and like <laughs> make a game plan of like, all right, I'm gonna save. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, save I'm my energy. Goofball. Yeah, right. Like I'm gonna write down the times where I'm going to be really yeah. happy and energetic. I yeah. don't know. It just kind of. No, do you think? Um, but like in a more. Um, I guess deeper sense, like do you like focus on mental health? This what like do you yeah. meditate, yoga, like any goofy shit, like or not yeah. goofy shit, uh-huh. but like do you do you like put me time? I guess like for uh, you? yeah, absolutely. I do a lot of praying. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty religious, so I think that helps a lot. That keeps my mind very clear, um, and just trust the damn process. Yeah, you know, uh, big baseball saying right there. Trust yeah, the process. I mean. You know, you guys know I got laid off from Roosevelt, what, two months ago now? Mm. And, you know, it was kind of like, uh, you know, whatever. Big There's, loss for Roosevelt. Uh, I wouldn't say that. But, I, would, you know, I would say that. <laughs> I would say so. Uh, you know, it was just like, all right, whatever, on to the next chapter. It was time to leave Roosevelt, you know. Like, and now, you know, good thing happened. Now I'm full-time with this program. I'm there, you know, seven hours a day. The schedule's great. Um, and... You know, everything worked out. So you get to be around some you love baseball. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. So. All right. So we're gonna be oh, doing this with yeah. all of our guests. We're yeah. asking for their Chicago Mount Rushmore. Mm. So any Chicago athletes, you're okay. gonna pick four. Do you want to go first, Chan? Or do yeah. You we'll we'll actually we'll go pars and then or how do you want to do it? Do you want us to do our first or? You guys go ahead. All right. I'll just fucking start. Yeah. So my uh, since we are uh, we're Wrigleyville Bros, we are gonna do the. The Mount Rushmore at the end, so I'm just gonna say mine, and we'll probably have to say it a bunch more times because nobody else is gonna fucking listen to these podcasts forever. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I would go with my boy Paul Canerco, um, Michael Jordan, you know, goat, my opinion, Brian Urlacher, just monster in the midway, and then uh, Bobby Hall, the Blackhawks mm-hmm. uh, left winger. That's great choices. Yeah, great yeah. choices. Mine would be uh, my first one would obviously be Michael Jordan. Then I would go with Devin Hester, Devin Hester. Derek Rose, and Sammy Sosa. Okay. That's my four. Uh, I would say um, Michael Jordan, Walter Payton, mm-hmm. yeah, that's Ernie good. Banks, and um, probably Bobby Hall. Have the yeah. have four sports in there. Yeah. I'm sorry that's I didn't a, include no, a Sox guy. No, but, no uh, I, that's, yeah. I don't care, man. That's It's your Mount Rushmore, but... Yeah, dude, that's that's a classic one. That's it's a, a classic one. one, you that's know. A good it's a very, very uh, neutral yeah. ground. Dude, I like that old, you threw Devin Hester in I there. I love Devin yeah. Hester. A lot of that's, old white guys. Yes, here yes, absolutely. <laughs> yep, 100%. You can't necessarily, like, knock that. You no, know? no. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that, that pretty much uh, sums it up for us. But uh, we just want to thank you for... Parker walked all the way here, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming, man. It's you great. got it. Thanks yeah. for having me on, fellas. Great podcast. Yeah. Check it out. See you, See later. you later. See you later. <laughs> thanks for listening to the Wrigleyville Bros Podcast. We really appreciate your support. If you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram, at Wrigleyville Bros. Check out our Facebook page, the Wrigleyville Bros, and our Twitter handle, at Wrigleyville Bro, no S, sorry, ramifications for going over 15 characters on Twitter. Also, if you haven't, check out our website, thewrigleyvillebros.com. To my sweet old Chicago.